In this episode of Truth Is Now Treason, we will be using language that we normally do not use. We will be using code because we're trying to evade those who want to hide somebody who's speaking about the truth. So if you hear us using a word and you don't know what we're doing, send us an email at truthisnowtreason at gmail.com. Welcome, my fellow traders. I am Lennox. And this is Dietrich. Thanks for listening to our new series called You Can't Handle It on Truth Is Now Treason, where we are making a comparison of the United States to the nation called Judah in the Bible and how our nation is in the same sinful state that the nation of Judah was back in Isaiah chapter 59. And our goal here is to share examples of how our society, you know, those six groups that John MacArthur mentioned in episode one are committing those same sins, murder and lies. In the last episode, we exposed the media for their lies. And in this episode, we will share some lies told to the public by healthcare professionals. Eventually, we will get to how God addressed Judah and what the remedy was. But for now, in today's episode, we want to discuss these health officials' recent web of deception they have spun. Now, to find an example and expose the lies in the healthcare field, you don't have to go back very far. What have we just experienced these last two years? Yeah, the dreaded C word for cannonball. It's unbelievable what we have seen with the healthcare officials from the local level all the way up the chain to Dr. BFF. Big fat failure is what he stands that stands for for us. Now, do you remember what we first were told about this cannonball in the beginning? about how the origin was from a wet market. Well, I want to share some of our findings about what Dr. BFF, Big Fat Failure, and his medical colleagues really knew from the very beginning, but still sad and dead. As you hear these facts, keep in mind that the end of January of 2020, this is when Trump implemented certain travel restrictions, and the WHO and Dr. BFF both came out disagreeing with that decision, saying, no, we don't need to change anything. Yes, even at, the, even at the end of February, Dr. Big Fat Fraud made a comment saying that this germ was minimal risk to us. Uh, he was telling us to keep our activities the same, don't change a thing. But then in 2021, Dr. BFF's private emails were released. And listen to what Jim Jordan said in regards to these health officials and how they went to great lengths to cover up the origin of Cannonball. Uh, two years ago this month, Dr. Fauci has put on notice that the virus most likely came from a lab that was doing gain-of-function research. He gets a letter uh, on January 31st, 10.32 p.m., 2020. He gets an email, excuse me, from Dr. Christian Anderson that says, the virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory. Dr. Fauci goes into complete overdrive to cover this information up and not present it to the American people. He organizes a conference call the next day with Fauci, Collins, and 11 virologists from around the world on that call. Mr. Gary, Dr. Gary on that call says this, I don't know how this happens in nature, but it would be easy to do in a lab. Four days later, those people who express those sentiments start to change their position. They write a piece in Nature Medicine magazine on February 16th. It first gets published online. That piece is then cited on February 9th, 2020, in the now famous letter in The Lancet that becomes the gospel that this thing, according to Fauci and this group, didn't come from a lab. All that happens in 20 days. So they go from this thing looks engineered, 
This thing is not consistent with evolutionary theory. This thing could not have happened in nature. This thing would be easy to do in a lab to completely change in their position. And here's the kicker. The two guys who said those things, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, three months later get rewarded with an $8.9 million grant from Dr. Fauci to continue to do research on coronavirus. I mean, I, I, I think there's a couple obvious questions that should have been that, 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 that should have happened two years ago this month. Why didn't Dr. Fauci, when he first got put on notice that this was happening after that con uh, conference call on February 1st, why didn't he notify the commander in chief? We have no evidence that he talked to the president of the United States. We have no evidence that he talked to any of his bosses. He spent the time trying to change the narrative. Dr. Fauci got a chance to edit the very article that became the basis for the letter in The Lancet, which as again, we all know became the gospel that this couldn't have come from a lab according to these, these experts. So let's go through this to help us better understand what's going on. So we had Dr. Christian Anderson who emailed BFF and he was saying that this was a, a germ that was engineered. Now this was said on January the 31st. The next day, Dr. BFF holds a conference call where all the doctors openly admit, they say, hey, there is no way this could have come from nature. This was engineered. But suddenly, these doctors change their minds and write an article about the origin of this cannonball, and it ends up being published in The Lancet, which is a medical source that doctors internationally revere. And it's, it's basically a guide for all health professionals. And it's published the end of February 2020, saying what? That this cannonball came from nature. And here's just part of that statement that was published in The Lancet. This was a group of 27 scientists. And here's what they said. We stand together to strongly condemn conspiracy theories suggesting that, and I'm going to use cannonball, does not have a natural origin. They said they overwhelmingly conclude that this cannonball originated in wildlife. Basically, they were saying anyone who brought up how the evidence seemed to indicate that this was from the Wuhan lab was a conspiracy theorist. So two of these main doctors, Drs. Collins and Gary, who originally said it was engineered behind closed doors, and then they did an about face saying it looks like it came from nature instead of a lab. So three months later, then they received grant money due to their research in uh, the Wuhan lab. And this, is, of course, was given to them by who? Dr. BFF. Gee, what a coincidence. And Peter Daszak, maybe you've heard that name, but he's another scientist that was involved in the cover-up, and he was put on the World Health Organization Commission to investigate the origin of this germ in 2021. So this was a year after it had come and hit to America and concluded that this cannonball origin unlikely came from a lab, even though we now know that he knew this bat testing was going on in the Wuhan lab because a video surfaced months after that this germ or this cannonball hit showing that Peter Daszak admitted 
that there was bat testing going on. They, he called it gain of function testing. So they were taking the blood of the bats and they were mixing it and making it so deadly that it would become harmful. He knew about this. He's talking to an audience admitting that this was going on in these labs. So if you don't believe us that this exists, I want you to go to our website, look at this episode, or if you're listening to it on Spotify or any other engine, look in the description inside of this episode. You're going to see a YouTube video where he does this talking. You're going to see a link to an article that talks about him saying this thing. This same guy, Dazic, was also hired by Facebook to be a fact checker to shut down any misinformation regarding the origin of Cannonball. Can you believe this? So this is the guy who is involved in covering up the origin of Cannonball, and then he's getting paid to monitor anyone who mentions that Cannonball came from a lab and to label it as a lie. You want to talk about evil? He couldn't care less about honesty. His job was to keep lies circulating, shut down the truth, and it didn't matter if he defamed someone's reputation or not. Just keep your eyes off me. These are the same scientists who came out before the election in 2020, at least some of these scientists came out before the election in 2020, and blamed Trump for mishandling this cannonball. Now, this was a big deal because I remember people discussing how these scientists normally didn't involve themselves in politics, so this must be valid. They What they're saying is must be valid because they never get involved. But these are the people that even went as far as to accuse Trump of the deaths of Americans, all while knowing and not communicating to anyone what they knew. They stood quietly by and let Trump take the blame when they were the ones who could have prevented thousands of deaths. Going back to Isaiah 59, God's condemning Judah for murder and lies. Here's an example of these people being responsible, committing murder and lies. And I say that because it is so important when you have a deadly virus to know where it started. So that way it might be quicker to find a treatment or some kind of a cure for it. And they stood by and did everything they could to cover the origin up. They allowed the public to believe the lies. This was an intentional deception by Mr. BFF. (laughs) He was asked specifically at a task force daily briefing where the origin of this cannonball was. And he cited an article saying that it came from nature rather than a lab. And he cited it as proof. Yet he was part of writing that article, but never disclosed that information. Behind the scenes, he helped to edit that article that he used as evidence. Again, we need to remember, understanding the origin of cannonball helps you to find the cure faster. It's the same with any germ that's out there. You know, Judicial Watch put out a piece exposing Dr. BFF about something else. You know, in the beginning, right before Cannonball hit the United States, Dr. BFF and the WHO signed a confidential agreement with the Chinese to only tell the public what the Chinese government agreed with. You know, Jim Jordan said there was no record that Dr. BFF mentioned any of this to Trump at the time. He was with the president daily due to being on the Cannonball Task Force, yet he said nothing to Trump. Huh. So... Was Dr. BFF's loyalty more to the communist regime than to our country? Sure seems that way. 
You know, Trump was being attacked and he wasn't even a health official, but he was doing more for the safety of American lives. Trump didn't sign an agreement with a communist government. He didn't, was not keeping the origin of Cannonball a secret. It was a top health official who made that pledge. You know, this top health official who made an oath, the Hippocratic Oath, to protect individuals, his fellow American citizens, yet this medical professional was the one who the media revered, but this was the one who was withholding crucial information, lying to his fellow brethren, making a pact with our enemy. Disgusting. I think that's disgusting, Dietrich. Wait till you hear this. Traders, I found an audio on YouTube and it's Dr. <laughs> oh, hail Lord BFF. In 2022 at the World Economic Forum, he's speaking virtually. So the audio might have some glitches, but he's speaking about how his biggest concern is misinformation. Listen. One of the things that, that we, I believe the entire world is facing, but we certainly are facing it in a very, very disconcerting way in the United States is the amount of disinformation that is accompanying what should be a problem where everyone pulls together against the common enemy, which is the virus. We have disinformation that is entirely destructive to a comprehensive public health endeavor. And I'm not sure how we're going to counter that except by getting out as much correct information as we possibly can and use the social media in a positive way as opposed to in the somewhat destructive way that it is being used right now. So here's a healthcare official saying he's concerned about misinformation about this whole scenario of Cannonball, yet he's the leader of misinformation. It's almost like we're in the book 1984, where you have the world's biggest liar as the head of the Ministry of Truth. <laughs> yeah, so the question is, why would they lie? Why would they not carry out their Hippocratic Oath and think, you know, hey, public safety first above everything else? You know, from a secular standpoint, most likely this is because they wanted to keep their jobs. They wanted their research money flowing. Remember, Trump had threatened to stop the funding if he found out that it was true about the possible lab origin of Cannonball. This is why you saw so many of these scientists and health officials who were more than willing to help Trump lose his election. From a spiritual standpoint, it's a sin issue, just like we have been talking about, about Judah in Isaiah 59. And we have doctors that stood by quietly and let an innocent man get blamed. I mean, rightness, fairness, honesty didn't matter so much that a couple of them made a pact with the communist. You know, the healthcare scientists are sure painting this picture well of Isaiah 59. They don't care about honesty, even though that comes out of their mouths, just like Dr. BFF said. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't care about the safety of the public or else they would have told the Trump team. But they kept this origin or what they suspected as the origin, a secret hidden for more than a year. Yeah, so the moral of this episode is that, you know, whenever you're called a conspiracy theorist. You probably are. <laughs> <laughs> when you're called something like that, maybe it's because you hit the nail on the head and they want to slap you with that label. Why? Because they don't want other people to believe you. You know, didn't Dr. BFF get nominated for the sexiest man alive? I could see that if you're high on drugs or may, uh, something like that when it comes to Dr. BFF. Personally, I podcaster of the year think i should have been nominated for sexiest man alive i did start dating you right before my eye transplant you looked more handsome then <laughs> <laughs> but but 
anyway, who thinks Dr. BFF is sexy? Do any of our listeners? You know, if so, please tell us that. Send us an email to truthisnowtreason at gmail.com. We want to refer you to the local eye doctor. <laughs> so we want you to stay tuned for more about our nation and how it compares to the nation of Judah. And we want you to see what God does to this nation. Be sure to like us and follow us on Facebook. And definitely share these episodes so that we can defy the suppression of truth. And as always, we're here to agitate Facebook fact checkers. Until Until next time, my fellow traders. traders.